Welcome back to Bison Feedback. Scott Miller with you. Brittany Bartlett is producing our broadcast. We switch from the Bison women to the NDSU men's basketball team, which will play a pair of games on the road this week, starting off with Fort Wayne in Indiana on Thursday and then finishing off with a game at Western Illinois in Macomb on Saturday the 23rd. That's a 2 o'clock tip, the Fort Wayne game, 6 o'clock our time. Bison feedback brought to you in part by Dow AgriSciences. Higher yield, more oil, and a variety of profitable market segments. That's Mycogen brand sunflowers. Talk to your local Mycogen seeds dealer about getting higher premium potential today. Dow AgriSciences. Science. Yield. Success. The head coach of the Bison men, Dave Richmond, is tied up tonight, and we are very pleased to be joined by one of his great assistants, Eric Henderson. And, Eric, I think this is your maiden voyage on Bison Feedback. How are you doing, Hendo? I'm doing, I'm doing well, my friend. I think you're right, and it's, uh, it's always good to talk to you, and uh, glad to be on, my friend. Yeah, same here, and, and thanks so much, Eric, for taking the time. We want to talk about the Bison men, and what a great time to do so after – a couple of impressive home court wins over South Dakota, 66-65 this past Wednesday, and then Saturday against South Dakota State, a late afternoon tip. And quite frankly, Eric, that was a very impressive almost start-to-finish effort, beating the Jacks 68-57. to SDSU is one of those teams that is always excellent and picked to win in the preseason in the summer league what did you think of that game on saturday afternoon <laughs> yeah obviously scotty this is that was a great week for great weekend uh on the court for our program and and um our guys really showed uh you know a lot of resiliency and and um in both on both nights but saturday was what uh bison nation was all about you know we we had a great crowd um, obviously celebrating our football team's championship. And, and then obviously on the court, we, we certainly produced for them. And, on the, you, you know, just defensively, the, our effort and energy led by, led by, you know, our senior starter, Corey Brown, is where it all started. And, and when we had that mind frame and we were locked in, that defensive effort was pretty special, Scott. And, and, and just the whole, the whole day was. Mm-hmm. And it actually started last Wednesday, didn't it, Hendo? Because... You had Corey Brown have the double double even before halftime, and he wound up. With, yeah, and he winds <laughs> up with career highs: twenty-one points, fifteen rebounds, and he looked like he was a player possessed, didn't he? I mean, he was all over the floor defending well. And Jeremy Jorkinson had pointed out during the broadcast just what kind of leadership that Corey Brown was showing the rest of the guys because it was a rough week for Bison basketball. Yeah, his uh, his leadership was unbelievable, and 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 not only was his leadership, um, Scotty, but I thought, you know, the way that he played. Obviously, he's known as a great defender, and he's um, known for the energy that he can play with, and and how that um, rubs off on the rest of his teammates and the culture that he's helped create here at at North Dakota State. But but offensively, what I, what was so impressive to me was his his. Um, discipline in his leadership to take quality shots Mm -hmm. and not to play, you know, like he had to take this on himself and to rely on his teammates, to be patient, to be disciplined on the offensive end. 
Um, it showed, you, you know, how efficient you can be when you take good shots, when you have patience, when you have discipline. And for him to have a double-double at halftime and, and um, the way that, you know, set the tone for the rest of our guys and, and, and quite frankly, for the rest of the week was awesome. And we needed it. Like you said, we faced a little adversity and, and uh, there was no better time for a senior like that to step up. And that's what, that's what uh, you really, really hope for. And, and, and obviously Corey produced it. And not only the numbers on the court, but um, just the leadership and, and the passion that he played with was was really special. And I'm really, really happy for him. He's been putting a lot of extra time in um, over the holidays and and, um, it, you know, it's just it's neat when you see a kid get rewarded like that. Yeah, Bison Men's assistant Eric Henderson is our guest on Bison Feedback. Give us a call at 237-5948, toll-free, 800-880-5346. Eric, Corey Brown then against the Jacks set a new career high with seven assists. So he had 14 points, seven assists, <laughs> six rebounds, played 38 minutes, he played a lot of minutes between those two games, South Dakota and South Dakota State, and didn't seem to flinch. It was great to talk to him after that outstanding performance against South Dakota, but I know you have to be pleased with the fact that he was dishing the ball so much and setting up his other teammates to score. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> he did it in a different way on Saturday. You know, he defended their best player and held them to ten points. He was averaging seventeen, and then offensively, you know, they. And a lot of teams do defend him with more of a you know a post kid that uh, maybe doesn't guard as well on the perimeter, and, and and we've certainly took advantage of that. You know, we were able to get him in the mid post a couple times, and he mm-hmm. scored. And then I remember him kicking out for a three to Kai. And then when he's getting into the middle of the paint and has that patience that we were talking about and discipline that we were talking about, and our other guys are not just standing there finding open areas. It was you know when we play like that and we play together. Um, and, and we play unselfish, um, th- this team can, can achieve a lot of our goals yet. And obviously we're still young and we're still a work in progress and we're still trying to get better every single day. But, but uh, Corey's certainly helping us uh, trend in the right direction, there's no doubt. Yeah, his defense, I'm glad you brought it up. I know that head coach Dave Richmond brought it up on the postgame show after the game on Saturday, defending on DeAndre Parks who was the Summit League Newcomer of the Year last season, a guy who is a terrific player. He had 10 points, was 1 for 10 from the three-point line, 3 for 16 shooting overall. How much of the credit should go to Corey Brown for holding Parks to 10 points and missing 13 of his 16 shots? Well, there's certainly certainly a fair share that goes to him, obviously. You know our program as well as anybody, Scotty, and, and, and no one person is bigger than the program, and, and we do things as a team, and, and um, that's, our, that's our culture, that's our philosophy, and it, cer- it certainly was a team effort, but, but I don't think there's a coincidence that Trey Burnett, who was a preseason all-league player from South Dakota, was held scoreless on uh, Wednesday night, and then or maybe had one or two, but well below his, a- below his average, and then he guards... DeAndre Parks, who scored 10, was averaging close to 17. You know, obviously, it's a team game, but but there's probably not. It's it's, it's there's probably a reason why. <laughs> yeah. Hey, in the first five or ten minutes of the game, Hendo, it looked like it could be 10 to nine. Somebody leading by a point at halftime. <laughs> there was a lid on both rims. How about that? I mean, it was it was as cold shooting for the Bison and the Jacks early on as it was outside. 
<laughs> you, you aren't getting there, Scotty. But it was, but it was, you know, what, what the good thing, the good thing for the Bison was, we, we felt um, early in that game, we established what the pace of that play was going to be, and and um, we, we were dictating the tempo which we wanted that we with, that we felt was going to be in our favor, and and eventually, you know, we, we knew. Um, our shots were going to fall, and 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 um, but but the best part about that start was certainly our defensive effort. But but not only that, but we we started to control the pace of that game, and we started to control the tempo. And, yeah. and once you start doing that, it's hard to change it. It's hard to change it. So that was yeah, our shots weren't going in, but it felt like we were playing at a pace that that was going to be in favor of the Bison. Yeah, the Bison shot 44% overall for the game. South Dakota State held to 29%. How much did you think the Jacks missed Jake Biddle, who's been out now for seven games with an injury? They expect him back shortly, I'm told. But And he's an awfully good player. But without him, you were able to kind of bottle up both George Marshall and DeAndre Parks, and even a guy like Reed Tellinghusen, their top three-point shooter, was just three for 11 from beyond the arc. Yeah, Biddle, Biddle's a big key to their. Biddle's a really big key to their team. You know, he's a coach's kid. He started there numerous years. He's a senior, and and they certainly miss him. Obviously, they got great players, and 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 they're a great team. You know, I think you know. Obviously, a lot of things went our way on Saturday night, but but um, they're going to be right there at the end. You know that, Scotty. I know that. Our team knows that, and and um, but they do miss him. He's you know he's a very unselfish player. He's he's always. He's a guy that you don't have to run a lot of plays for or call a lot of sets for to be effective in the game. He's going to score 10 or 12 points, whether it's in transition, whether it's off an offensive rebound, whether it's just in the um, realm of play. Um, you don't have to call a lot of things for him. He's just kind of a stat stuffer that, that uh, makes plays happen. And, and he's, a guy that, he's a guy that you want on your team. He's a, he's a tough kid that, that really, really knows how to play. Eric, you're around these guys all the time, and and you know these players, you know their personalities, you know how they're going to react to things. In what ways has this team surprised even you and the rest of the coaches at how they handled the adversity of the week and still came out and beat two really quality opponents in South Dakota and South Dakota State? That's a great question, Scotty. And, and, you know, all all teams every year, you know, I've been in education, which, you know, I consider – college basketball education when you're dealing with kids and you're trying to teach them about life and 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 luckily we we get to do it through the game of basketball but and, and each team's different but um what i think is special about north dakota state is that culture that has been around here for a long time and it's certainly it's certainly part of bison basketball but i think it's bigger than that i think it's 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 more bison athletics and and um that's what it prepares you for it, it prepares to deal with adversity and 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 strive and and really thrive off of adversity and 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 that's what sometimes brings out the best in people and and when when the going gets tough you don't do it by yourself you re- rely on your family you rely on your teammates you re- rely on your buddies that you know have been battling just as hard as you whether it's in the classroom whether it's in the weight room whether it's on the basketball court so, so I think that's you know something that we just really really preach and Coach Dave. Um, you know, f- philosophy that, you know, he's been around here for 13 years and, and to, to recruit high-character kids 
with 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 you know willing students and, and obviously talented basketball players with a tremendous work ethic. Eric, you, you know, hang when on, you do please. That, I, I apologize bet. for interrupting. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with much more from Bison Men's assistant Eric Henderson talking about the Bison Men at 237-5948, toll-free 800-880-5346. You're listening to Bison Feedback on the Bison Basketball Radio Network. Bison Feedback rolls on on this chilly Monday night. Scott Miller with you. Brittany Bartlett is our producer. Our telephone numbers for you to become a part of the program, 237-5948, toll-free, 800-880-5346. And we are joined by Bison assistant coach Eric Henderson. This is his second year with the program and a great addition to the Bison men's basketball family, and we'd love to hear from you. And Bison feedback is brought to you by Thunder Seed. Thunder Seed is committed to meeting the changing needs of today's farmers by monitoring the latest technologies and incorporating that knowledge into high-yielding seed products. Thunder Seed is linking today's farmer with tomorrow's technology. Call 1-888-6-THUNDER, 1-888-6-THUNDER. 237-5948, toll-free 800-880-5346 are the telephone numbers for you to become a part of Bison Feedback. And Eric, let's take a look at the Summit League standings. We're five games into the Summit League race for this 2015-2016 season. Fort Wayne and Omaha are tied for first at 4-1. and one. IUPUI is third at 4-2. and two. Then the Bison and South Dakota State tied for fourth at Three and two, followed by Oral Roberts, three and three, Denver, two and four, South Dakota, one and four, Western Illinois, zero oh and five, and last. Any surprises the way things have shaken out so far? Less than a half dozen games into conference play. Well, I don't know about surprises, I guess, Scotty. But um, when when you look at the standings, to me, what really stands out is obviously those two at the top are really, really senior-dominated. You know, yep. Omaha, when they came in here, you know, they're playing five seniors. And, and obviously, IPUI, RPFW is playing at a very, very high level. Mm-hmm. Um, and their three, you know, top players are all seniors, you know. So that, that's certainly what, what probably stands out to me more than anything, which, which makes me even more proud of our group is, you know, obviously we – as you know, we start starting two true freshmen and yep. a couple of sophomores and a senior, and, and, and we're competing and learning and, and just trying to get better and better every day. And, and um, that's that's what it's all about. You can't look too far ahead. And, you know, like you said, we're only five games into this thing, and, and a lot of things can change. Yeah, and Paul Miller, it's really kind of incredible that I haven't brought him up yet, and, <laughs> and it was not not an intentional oversight, but Paul Miller is only a sophomore, and he continues to be a rock for you, Eric. I mean, he wound up with 14 points. Actually, let me double-check and make sure that it was 14 and not 17. It was 17 points uh, against South Dakota State, and he made four of his eight threes, and he played a very good game against South Dakota, too. He just seems to have a knack for making a shot in a clutch part of the game. What do you think of Paul Miller and the way he's played so far as a sophomore? Yeah, it's, you know, obviously really, really proud of, of, of how Paul has, has grown his game and, and, um, uh, and, and became more diverse. You know, he's able to get to the basket a little bit better. He's added some strength, which I think has helped his shooting. And, and um, he's matured, you know, both on and off the court. And, and um, Paul is really, really, like you said, he has that knack, you know, and it doesn't come from, 
for I, I like who I coach with, and I think Dave's a great coach. But but you either kind of have some of that or you don't. And, and Paul has that where he's able and, and willing and wanting to to step up every big moment. And and he doesn't, you know, if it was up to him, he would never come off the court. You know, yeah. and, and um, he he really give give credit to him. He's put in a lot of time. And, um, and much like Corey Brown, when we were talking about before, it's always nice when you can see kids that get rewarded for their time. And, and he certainly, um, if he can continues to, you know, put in work and he's going to be, he's going to, he's going to be a special bison. There's no doubt. No question about it. And the average fan can even seek, uh, Eric, when you look at Paul Miller compared to a year ago, upper body, he's definitely stronger, isn't he? Oh, there's no question about that, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's hard not to think about our program. I know the football program talks about how much their strength and conditioning affects, you know, their success and their culture. And there's no different uh, than, than uh, it's no different than our program, to be honest with you. Coach Miller does such a tremendous job with our guys, not only making them, you know, stronger, but, but just mentally tougher. And, and um, to, to be honest with you, he spends more time in the offseason with them than we do. Mm. And to be able to build that relationship and build that trust with our guys, and, and um, that's a huge, huge part of our program. And, and Paul Miller's no better example. The Bison hit the road this week for a pair of games, part of a three-game road swing over the next two weeks. A game Thursday at Fort Wayne. So Indiana, Purdue, Fort Wayne, the team to beat. It's a 6 o'clock Central Time tip-off Thursday night, then a 2 o'clock afternoon tip at Western Illinois in Macomb on Saturday. Fort Wayne, I know that Mo Evans has been injured. I haven't heard if he is officially out. Have you heard at all as you're preparing for this game on Thursday for IPFW? Well, for, from what we're hearing, and, and I, I know their coach's show, I was listening to their coach's show uh, one day, and, and um, they said that Mo actually has been ruled academically ineligible for the second semester. Ah. So he's supposed to be out the rest of the semester. Um, and obviously that's a huge, huge blow for them. And But uh, that happened before the South Dakota State game, and, and right. you know, you know, last week. And they, they battled there for a long time, ended up getting beat by about 15. But then they go into Omaha on Saturday and put 104 up without him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, get a big win on the you know, they're – leading the league at Omaha, you know, and to win on the road like that without, you know, getting some of that adversity facing them as well, you know, was, was pretty impressive. And, 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 you know, like I was saying before about them, you know, they, they still have three seniors on that team that obviously Mo Evans was a great player and it still is a great player. Right. Um, but, uh, but, uh, their, their maturity and their, you know, upperclassmen can, are certainly taking the, taking the bull by the horn and trying to, trying to make something out of this year yet for him. When I look at the box scores, Eric, it, it's pretty apparent that Max Landis is having a big year. Who else, if you can maybe expand a little bit yeah. on Landis, and who else is playing really well right now for the Dons? You know, they have about, you know, you know they have Max is obviously having a tremendous year. He's a high, high-level shooter, and, and he's going to be a tough task for our squad to, to handle. But they also have John Conkar as a, a redshirt freshman from uh, you know the Illinois area. And mm-hmm. He's come in and changed his body last year, and he's just a tough, hard-nosed kid. A little bit like Jake Biddle from um, uh, maybe yeah, a little bit more athletic Jake Biddle from South Dakota State, but really does a lot of good things for your program that don't always show up in the stat sheet. And then Joe Reed is another senior on their team that um, you know just does a little bit of everything as well. He'll post up and he can shoot the three a little bit, but 
um, those three guys, and then they got a, a Michael Calder is a senior lefty off the uh, you know that ended up starting now, and he shoots it at a pretty high level, and mm-hmm. and um, those are the guys that you know are going to be matchups that we need to really really think about and and um, try to limit some of their actions that uh, they do for them. Saturday, it's Western Illinois in Macomb, a 2 o'clock tip time in Macomb, Illinois, against the Fighting Leathernecks. They are always tough to beat in their Ooh. arena. Boy, I, they just really <laughs> seem to rise to the occasion. And so I'm guessing that you as coaches are trying to impart to the players, hey, forget about Western Illinois' 0-5 Summit League start. we got to be ready to play. No question. we got to. We, we we can't think of Western Illinois as the team that's 0-5 in the Summit League. We need to think about the Western Illinois team that went to Wisconsin and won on the road at yeah. the opening game of the year. You know that, and because they're certainly capable of that, and they're certainly um, have played like that at times. You know they went into South Dakota State and, and they they had them down big, and, and the same thing at Omaha. They they were up big at Omaha and, and uh, was hanging with South Dakota State at their place. And they've lot, lost a lot of close games and. And um, like you said, Scotty, that place is not an easy place to play. And, oh. and um, our guys need to, which, which, you know, we don't have a lot of problem with that, but uh, our, our guys need to have the right mentality, um, the same mentality that we had the last week and the same focus and that same drive and that same togetherness. And if we can do that, we'll be fine. But if, but if our mentality um, goes the other way, you know, it's, it, it can get ugly in a hurry. Yeah, very briefly here in our final seconds of the program with you, Eric. Now that the Bison have seemed to weather that storm and you're you're getting used to life without Carlin Dupree and readjusting the minutes that all the rest of the guys are playing, how comfortable are you with the way things have now fallen together with the guys you have on the team? Well, I think we're you're comfortable, but you're comfortable, but you're never too comfortable. Yeah. You know, we're always. We, we we like a couple of guys to you know step up and 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 we 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 like to play a few guys a few more minutes but we certainly don't give things away they're earned and and um, when when you can show show consistency um, that that is proven to be successful as a bison then that's earning your earning your um, opportunities and there's certainly going to be times when when uh, we do but. Um, our rotation is getting closer to where it needs to be to be successful in the summer. There's no doubt about that. Excellent. Well, hey, we're we're to the end of the half hour here, Eric. You survived your debut <laughs> on Bison Feedback. How was it for you? I wasn't too hard on you, was I? Scotty, when you're at the helm, most things are pretty easy, my friend. You're the best. <laughs> Eric, thanks a million for coming on. We sure appreciate it, and best of luck on the road this week. Thanks, my friend, and all the best to you, buddy. Okay, same here to you and your great family. That's Coach Eric Henderson on Bison Feedback. We have about a minute left on the program, enough time for me to tell you that the Bison men will open up their week, leaving on Wednesday, playing at Fort Wayne Thursday night. It's a 6 o'clock tip time on the Bison Radio Network, 540 pregame. And then traveling to Macomb, Illinois, for a game with Western Illinois, the Fighting Leathernecks, 2 o'clock on Saturday, and a 1.40 pregame. Jack Michaels will have the call of both of those games as the Bison men are going to be on the road. The Bison women, as mentioned earlier, will be at home Thursday and Saturday. We thank you for tuning in. Certainly want to thank both coaches, Mar and Walseth of the Bison women, along with Eric Henderson, an assistant coach for the Bison men, being with us tonight 
for the two head coaches. Scott Miller with you. Join us again next Monday for Buys and Feedback.